0: Welcome to a very special series on sleep with myself, Kate Taylor from Practical Magic, and karmic alchemist Matt Taylor from the Soul Pod Party. What we've done is we've got together and we're joining forces to talk about how the practical and the soul come together in sleep and how we can use better sleep to beat burnout. So we're going to be sharing three special episodes with you. Welcome back to the third in the mini series of Better Sleep to Beat Burnout with myself, Kate Taylor, and Matt Taylor, Karmic Alchemist, as we bring together the Practical Magic podcast with Matt's Soul Pod Party. This is the last in three of the mini series, but it's a good one for us to end off with. We are talking about how we can use the power and the potency of sleep and dreams to help our everyday lives. So Matt and I are going to be talking, as we always do, around how I'm going to be sharing some more of the the practical, the psychological, the neuroscience, the life coaching tips that I bring in my work in terms of how you can use the power of your sleep and dreams in your waking life. And Matt's bringing in his amazing karmic alchemy the spiritual and soul journey and what we can learn from that in in order to help our awakening lives as well do have a listen in can't wait to share the magic with you we're back matt taylor and i are here for the practical magic and soul pod party for the third in our mini series of better sleep to to beat burnout. So just to recap, whether you've listened to this mini-series or not, doesn't matter. Like You don't have to listen to them in sequence. But just to recap on what we've spoken about so far in this mini-series. So in the first episode, Matt and I discussed the purpose and the power and the phenomenon of sleep to help beat burnout in our everyday lives. So I'm coming at it from a very the practical magic side of things. Matt's coming with his divine knowledge about karmic alchemy and the soul's journey. And in the second episode we talked about how we can harness the opportunity within dreams to reveal your purpose. And this episode is A brilliant one, right? It's all about awakening the creativity and this the tools that we can use from our sleep, from our dreams to harness creativity in your everyday life. So how you can take what you've done, what you've traveled through with your sleep and how it's gonna help you in your awakened state. So we talked on the previous shows. Um, about sleeping and dreaming and what truly drives this quality of our existence and our waking life. And we often talk about the fact that we need to get a good night's sleep to help us in the waking hours, but it's actually within sleep that our body and our brain goes through its rest and repair and the opportunity to help the soul's ongoing nature and enrichment of the human experience. So Matt and I want to talk a bit more about that with you today. Do you want to say hello, Matt, just before I, I start walking?
1: Hi, everybody, and hi, Kate. I'm so glad to be here. I love doing this podcast work with you. I'm so uh, excited for this uh, little potty that we're putting out. as the end of our three-part series on sleep and dreams and uh, beating burnout, very importantly.
0: Mm. Yeah. So let's talk today, Matt, about the treasures we can take from sleep and dreams and and how they solve any issues or help us with any issues that we've got in our waking life. So we were just talking on um, about creativity before we got on and, and how we can use our sleep and our dreams to improve creative problem solving. And I was just doing a bit of research about this online and I came across this amazing study, which showed about how it can help us with problem solving how sleep and dreams can help us with problem solving and this example i'm going to give you is just brilliant because it showed that in a study where people were given a puzzle to solve it was actually a maze that they had to get out of and they had to use different things along the way it was a virtual maze they had to use different things along the way to help them get out of it and they gave it to two sets of people and the first set with this maze problem solving were given the, they had to go and nap. So they napped for about 90 minutes and the other set of people went and watched an unrelated video for 90 minutes. And what they then did was test the problem solving ability afterwards. So what came out of this was that those who'd napped were significantly Higher in the ability to be able to solve the problem of getting out of this virtual maze versus those who'd watched this unrelated video. But then on top of that, those who had napped and dreamt about the maze were ten times more likely to be able to solve the problem puzzle quicker than those who'd still napped but hadn't dreamt about it. And what I love about that is from a neuroscience point of view, what the brain is doing is it's filtering out to cherry pick what it can learn in its sleep, in the, in the dream, in the subconscious experience, and add to what it already knows without that conscious thought or reason getting in the way. And I just, I just find that really fascinating. Don't you, Matt? Cause we were talking I love about that. This. Yeah. yeah. From her- I love
1: that case study into, uh, you know, a really, when we sort of were talking uh, just before starting the podcast it really awakened for me the whole idea of awakening your creativity and it took us back to the first you know the first point in the first um, podcast series where we talked about night preceding day where you know obviously we think we have the day and then we rest from it at night actually in the soul um, perspective we we get all the information in the night and then execute it in the day so it really just such a wonderful like case study about how we can really overcome burnout which is about stress and worry and pressure and o- overthinking something and overanalyzing it and depleting us all our energetic system and yet if we know The phenomenon of sleep, how we can tap that power and really not just avoid burnout, but just to add a whole awakening of creativity into our day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, as we know, like, because sleep is the rest and repair function on the body, it's kind of, it does all of it, doesn't it? So it's that constant evolution, that constant cycling that we go through. But because we're talking about this today, I wanted to share that. When we are in, so body is in rest and repair and sleep, and the dreams do the same on an emotional level. So when we dream, and if you listen back to the first podcast, it talks about the different stages of sleep. And when we are in REM sleep is when we do most of our dreaming. And when we're at this REM stage of our sleep, we can work through the emotions of our day. Um, And it's it's the only time when our brain is producing the anxiety triggering molecule noradrenaline. So or not producing it, sorry. So you don't get that um, that anxiety that you would do if you were thinking about the same thing in your day. As we know, thoughts create things and the physical reaction to what our thought processes are doing, that doesn't happen in, in dreams and sleep. So basically, it's like being able to get on the therapist couch without having to feel all of the associated pain of the situation in your dreams. So that's really, really helpful to us to be able to, work through something that's going on, but actually be able to work through it in our sleep and then wake up from that sleep and not have the associated anxiety triggers that go with that as well. And even better when you're able to take regular sleep and naps as well. So if the function of sleep is to rest and repair and restore and the function of dreams is to take the sting out of an emotional experience during the hours that we sleep, we can harness the benefit of this in our everyday lives. So what's going on, Matt, in that sense from some from right. soul point I
1: of view. That exactly just like links into some of the things that I would I would like to share during this last um during the last podcast in this series. And um, it's totally it's totally spot on from, you know, from the um, from what the sages and the transcendentals were, were telling us, so, you know, five, 7,000 years ago, that as we're sleeping, all of the body, the reactive system, the emotions, the thinking, all of the stuff that happens on the, on the body level, just slowly, all that stimulation just slowly disappears. And what we're left with is a, we're a whole bundle of um, open energy, yeah? And that our soul leaves, goes out of the body, and becomes completely open to all the messages that we need to hear, as as you were so beautifully saying. And the bit that I'd like to pick up from what you said is on the, on the emotional reactions, actually, because that whole, that while we're asleep, that whole system is at bay. It's not really with us. It's closed down. And uh, we're, we're open to new messages. Now that kind of information that's coming through to us is not, um it's not random in any sense and you have to stop and you have to think why am i having this dream and why am i having this dream you know now you know what is it about me what is it about this message and what is it about this timing that is that is specific for this moment you know i'm not having the dream and you're not having the dream kate but that person is why is that person having that dream And I'm having different dreams. Why am I having this one? And you have to stop and awaken yourself to the to the individuality and the precision of the message and the timing. Yes, and why it's you. And so, what the Kabbalists are sharing with us is that all of these dreams, all of this karma, all of this uh, work that we're doing from from through work through the sleep is related to our past life. It's a phenomenon that we can, can't get our mind around because the mind operates in an in, entrapped in, in, in logic. It doesn't have 100% information. It's not exposed to all that's going on in the universe where our soul is. So we can't fathom that. And what the Kabbalists are saying to us is that the, the, the notion of time is an illusion. Yes, we can't see our past life. We can't uh, access our past life in the physicality. But it's also mercy, yes? It's also a space in between when something happened and now. So if we look at our past lives as one big, long film, yes? And we don't have access to all of the, the scenes, but we know that the scenes have happened. So somewhere back, in our past life we have done something that is uh, needs repair yeah it's happened in the system it short-circuit the system perhaps i was a, a too much of an angry person or i was too greedy or i was too insecure or i was um never trusting anybody or i was totally jealous and um, or always living in doubts, or never thinking enough of myself, or thinking too much of myself, whatever it is, we all have many things, something or one thing, that we are in process of of growing in. Yes? Does that make sense, what I'm saying so far?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love the way that you're talking about, you know, the fact that the soul in time is irrelevant because it's a construct, isn't it? And I think we can all recognise that when we dream about something, we feel like it could go on forever. So you know when you you waking up from a particularly potent dream and it feels like you've been dreaming all night, doesn't it? It feels like you've been on this absolute adventure. And actually you're probably only likely to have been dreaming for sixty seconds
1: that's right yeah the whole notion of time is is out of the window when we're asleep so um So when we're receiving these information and these feelings and these uh, dreams and these travels and these messages or whatever we're experiencing that is beyond logic, it is very personal to us based on our series of soul, the series of our soul purpose, the series of my soul growth, the series of my soul mission. Yes, And in this series, this is your current life, this is series number whatever, and you've come back to work as a character on these particular issues. So we harness that in in your dream and your sleep and your feelings when you wake up as something that is a part of your whole karma. So the whole notion of time is to give us a chance to change. And the whole notion of these emotional or these experiences that we go through in dreams is to awaken what we have to do, is to awaken what we need to transform in, is to awaken where we need to heal something in our life or to repair something in the universe or to change something about ourselves, And in that notion, we begin to feel more creative. We're not, we're not trapped in like a repeated, um, a repeated course of action, a repeated course of reaction, a repeated course of way to think about something. We're open and exposed to new ways, which awakens us, gives us the power of creativity, which is meaning I'm like God, not can't be God, but I can be like God. And it means I'm free from the slavery of always going about the same thing in the same way, having the same day with the same problem and the same issues with my boss, the same issues with my partner, the same issues with my kids, the same issues with myself, <laughs> yes, awakens out uh, something very peculiar but particular for me to how to transform. And then when I do that transformation, I'm actually empowered and in a higher state of living, which takes me further away from draining. So the, the time is mercy to change, and all of these experiences during dreams are very particular in how we can awaken more creativity in our life based on something that's happened um, in, the, in the past life. So that is called tikkun, and tikkun is the Aramaic word for correction. So before I come to the planet, I'm choosing the work or the correction that I'm having to do based on my past life. And, and so this, this purpose of the sleep allows us to, to like clean up or uh, heal the karmic debts in the dream state so that the pain associated with those spiritual corrections is not fully experienced in the physical world. In other words, if I want to know what, how I can improve, if I want to know how I can forgive, if I want to know how I can love, if I want to know how I can bring a, a, a a miraculous solution which was the first case that you talked about i can do it through the power of my sleep with that intention and therefore your whole day starts to become so much better so much better because then you've got the information you've got the work you've been proactive in inviting in the solutions based on things that you want to heal in the world and so that takes us out of the the reality where the universe has to awaken us in our awakened state when I'm during the day and it has to come in with all these problems in my day it removes them out and makes them so much easier and gives you the solution and the and the power and the energy to do it as-
0: I find that really fascinating and as you're talking what is coming into my frame of reference is about our relationships as well so you know my belief is that the people that we come across in our in our lives are our soul contracts and those people that are the archetypes of what we're learning through this mission that we're on when we're in this life so I know we talked about before in one of the previous episodes about my partner and how and and my clients have said this to me as well about how they um they wake up from a dream like you cheated on me oh my god I can't believe it and then they just get in this really funky space with you throughout the whole day which is really quite funny you're like I haven't done anything but we were talking weren't we beforehand about how the fact that this could be something 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 from a past life and if you've got a soul contract with that person or that soul that energy that this is how it's showing up for you and and how you can impact in your relationships in your everyday life like what is the thing that you can do in your awakened state to be repairing or dealing with Mm -hmm. that relationship with that person
1: that's right. And what the, this is super powerful because what the Kabbalists are saying is that if you do it in your dream, you know, the, the, the karma or the effect of it or the, um, the the trauma of it is cleansed out of the universe. So, you know, so if you've done enough work, so let's say um, in this life, um a the the in the in the whatever a case that one person has done enough work to change themselves they can have a dream or a, something or an awakening and it's cleansed out in the night so that they don't have to do it as part of their awakened day so it's possible that as their partners are are dreaming about um you know, uh, affairs or sexual scandals in the relationship that actually they've done enough work in their monogamous state, this, this life to actually cleanse it out from happening again in this life. And it also, so that's kind of as adult state. Yeah. And as a child state, why do children, you know, have nightmares when, they, you know, they could have very happy homes. They could have very nice places. They'd be no trauma at all, at all in their life. You know, they're, Six, seven years old—they might have had a very, you know, lovely, you know, journey through life until that point. Why have nightmares? Well, it goes back to past life. Because what the Kabbalists are saying is that underneath the age of twelve, before you reach the age of twelve, you are accumulating your past life. You are accumulating the issues that you will take uh, into your adult life. So that's why the dreams are coming in because it's awakening information. Of what you know what needs to be recalled in more detail as 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 work to do for the soul
0: and I think that's really interesting because that ties into the age in which your beliefs are set, so by the age of twelve, your beliefs are absolutely set and I always find it really fascinating when parents um with kids tell me stories of their children who have woken up from a dream and they can recall something with such clarity with such a vivid detail about a battle they were in and what people are wearing and you know the historical fact that actually if they go and look it up did happen at a certain time and i always find it i always say like listen listen to those children because they're coming in with so much information that it does as you get older and as you get more rational and I'm using the finger waves you forget all of that stuff don't you
1: exactly so
0: it's using it's harnessing the ability that are if you think about dreaming it's dreaming and and that uh that travel without moving that we we spoke about in the last episode really is so expansive. It goes to the place where anything is possible. That's why we have such crazy, vivid, colorful, wacky dreams. It's like anything is possible within it. We can travel anywhere and go in any direction. So it's using that ability to be able to be as expansive as possible.
1: Exactly. And how we can bring that in. And that's right. It's In, in that expansiveness for, for new opportunities, we're, we're taking away the roboticness of the ego. So even though we're talking about cleansing down our anger, our doubts, our insecurities, or uh, jealousies, or um, whatever else exists, my possessiveness, my self-centeredness, whatever it is that exists you know, in us for, for us to heal, it's robotic you know it's 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 the state of reaction where you have no control it's just the way you do things and you p- feel perfectly justified in those things you feel like they're normal and natural but what they're because they're so robotic they just think we're part of us we're not awakened to the other opportunities and it's that roboticness that gets us in the burnout stage in the first place they take us down into the problems into the negativity into the stress yes so when we when we start to awaken through sleep the the, the the other options, creating new options, awakening a, a creativity of how I can rejuvenate myself in a different way, it actually starts to diffuse the day. It actually starts to break down the day and make it a whole lot smoother, a whole lot more what the Kabbalists call fulfilled. So we come out of pain reality, which I've got to go through with certain realities in my day that are terrible, to awaken myself. But if I can do it through my sleep, if I can do it through my dreams, then I, I can cleanse and heal or get answers that are gonna fulfill, give me energy that fulfills my day, taking us down a whole new path away from the stress, the worry, the burnout, and whatever else. So it's an extremely powerful tool um, of how we get from pain-filled reality to fulfillment-filled reality.
0: Mm, And I want to talk about the opportunities with that as well, Mm. Um, how we harness those opportunities of creativity within dreams. So for example, you know, your dream is an amazing, your dreaming in your sleep is an incredible space to harness your creativity. We know that, right? Okay, it's what we've been talking about. But people use the creativity of their dreams to Create new opportunities. So, for example, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein off the back of a nap that she had. You know, all of the characters came into place. It allowed her the expansive imagination to go into this world where. Frankenstein came to be. We talk, I talked in the first podcast about Salvador Dali and how he would actually use that time between sleep and awakened state to come up with some of his most surrealist concepts. Paul McCartney for example woke up with the tune a jazz tune of yesterday playing in his head so when he woke up he was able to create that you know and then look how famous those three pieces, those three examples that I've given you. There's so much more around that as well. So, how you can harness the power of creativity to create something in your awakened state. We're going to give you some tips in a minute on how to do that. But I also wanted to go back to something that we were talking about in the previous episode, which is about the concept of lucid dreaming. And lucid dreaming is the state in which you are between sleep and an awakened state. And you can actually use the power of dreams to lucidly bring in what you want to do, what you want to change, how you want to aid your awakened state. So there's ways in which you can do this and you have to train yourself to do lucid dreaming. So there's there's different ways that you can do this. But what I do love about giving your intention in a lucid dream state to aid an awakened state is such things like, go with me on this, this is brilliant. So if you're training for... A marathon, for example, so or you're training for something in particular, what you can do is in your lucid dreaming state, you can go on a run. And what happens is that then carries over into your awakened state because it allows the neuroplasticity, which is where the brain actually rewires itself to learn how to do something in your sleep so that it will it will aid your awakened state. So i.e. I'm running in my lucid dream. I'm running in my dream. Therefore, my brain knows how to do this in an awakened state. So therefore, it will will impact um, positively the training in the awakened state as well. And it's also a really good way of shifting bad habits. So um, there was an example of somebody who wanted to give up or had given up smoking but absolutely enjoys smoking so what they did in their lucid dream is that they actually smoked (laughs) smoked in the lucid dream so that they didn't smoke in the awakened state i I was saying to you matt i'm actually going to start doing this with cake you know i'm going to eat cake in my in my dream state, so that I don't have to eat it in my everyday life, but this goes on to like thinking how you can use those creative visualization techniques and lucid dream dreaming, so your brain thinks that you you know it you're doing the thing, so that it can help in the awakened state as well. It can actually rewire itself in that awaken in the awakened state. I think that's absolutely brilliant. So get better, like train in your brain, so that you can impact and just speed things up in your everyday life as well is there anything from a soul point of view that uh,
1: yeah that's, well yeah actually there's a there's a tale you know it's a great spiritual sort of tale about a kabbalist um, teaching his student and, and the teacher was asking his uh, student you know how are your how are your prayers going, how, you know, your meditations, how is your study going? And, and the student response is, uh, you know, uh, well, to tell you the truth, really, I I can't read. Uh, I try and I know that, you know, reading is an opportunity to learn and to reveal light, but it, you know, I can't do it. I try to push push myself, but after a couple of efforts and trying a couple of sentences, I, I just don't bother. And so, you know, the kabbalist, was the teacher, is surprised by this kind of admission that you haven't read, and you're not studying, and you're not doing the meditations. Um, and well, you know, but I have to say that you know, he had to say to the student that he actually shining is like he's glowing, and the amount of energy and light that this student was revealing was was so bright. And then the student says, well, is it, you know, well, then sorry, the teacher asks, is there anything that you can think of that you do that connects you to the light of the universe? And the student says, um, well, you know, there is one thing every night I say, you know, a meditation that I think is important to me. Um, and before I go to sleep, I, 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 I want to ask the, the, the creator, is there anything that I have left to accomplish tomorrow? You know, I'll, will I be able to accomplish what you want me to do, what the universe wants me to bring me to this world? And if there's nothing, then don't wake me up. And then the student goes on to say, and in his meditation, but if you think that tomorrow I'll be able to accomplish what you want me to accomplish in this world, or to bring more light to this world, or to change in some way, or to really live in my purpose, then wake me up. And so it's really like a tale about how powerful sleep is in this miracle of waking up, that this whole idea around waking up is to give us another day to reveal that opportunity for change, which reveals light in the world, to reveal that transformation, to reveal those beautiful Uh, gifts that we're meant to channel through to the universe, all those amazing um, stories that you reveal, Kate. It's really the power of waking up. It's not just because uh, your sleep's up and it's eight hours. There's a whole purpose behind it. And then when we are more proactive in asking for that purpose, then our whole day shifts, our whole day transforms, and it shifts around the kind of day we want to have, the energy is focused it's got an intention it's got purpose is all of those things that you just said so just knowing that you've woken up today is because the 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 universe wants you to reveal light in the world and you have more potential and more fulfillment to go
0: Mm. and i think on a very practical level as well like sharing on top of that all the stuff that we've been talking about is really harnessing that those those soft moments in the morning for whatever to settle from your sleep to settle you know there is we've talked about and a lot of people talk about how we can maximize our sleep how do you get the best sleep well you make sure the room is dark you make sure that you're at the right temperature no blue light all that kind of thing to aid sleep but if we're talking about how do we aid the awakened Day through sleep, it's the same thing. It's having that soft space as you wake up to allow anything to settle, which has come through in terms of your travelling in your sleep. It's allowing any of the messages that come through. So I talk about. um, I want to share with you. So last week I was having some. My ego was having. Some problems. It was having some challenges of everyday stuff, right? Particularly around money, and it was having it was going to town in my awakened state, like really going to town, really affecting my everyday life. But actually, came to a head one night when I'd had a really vivid dream that in this sleep was the worst case scenario. It really was. It was like what it brought me was just everything that could have, that would have sent me off kilter. But what I was able to do in the morning was just sit with it without judging it, without getting too much into that. Oh God, that was really horrible. Or that's obviously what's going on for me was able to just go to the contractive, the ego, the part of myself that was feeling that fear and just go, I'm going to put my arms around you as if you were a small child right now, because this is basically your inner child, your smaller self, calling out and it needs to be heard so in that moment I was able to go rather than go with it and feel anxiety around the whole day was able to go I hear you thank you for showing up thank you for bringing me all those fears so that I can work with them rather than going into right let me find Because what would have happened previously is I would have found all the reasons why that was true. So I would have gone straight onto my emails. I would have gone to my Instagram. I would have gone into Facebook, feed, feed, feed the fear. But actually I was able to put my arm around it as a big sister would and go, you know, it's okay. We've got you. Now what I can do with that instead is create another way, which is going to nurture, which is going to bring me more positive outcome from that day so what we're saying here is really do nurture that soft space in the morning really do play with that time to be able to work through trust the messages which have come through and start the day with with an intention around this you got anything else to add to that matt
1: yeah that's right it's just really in those first moments So say the first minute of your day is to you know if the dog's licking your face or if the kids are pulling the the you know, duvet off you or you can hear something you know you're not quite right in the house and <laughs> the kids are doing or whatever it is in the morning that can kind of distract us reaching for the phone whatever it really is the ego taking us away from those very important messages uh, because in that first moment that first minute I would say of waking up you the whole idea of that minute is to firstly appreciate that you're given another day to reach your potential, to reach your fulfillment. So it's a whole notion around appreciation. They're tuning into your breath, the fact that you can see, you can hear, and just really awakening the appreciation of who you are, whatever talents that you have, or whatever you can think of that is really like worth appreciating in your life. Yeah, and then letting your soul speak to you really like to let it like come up and lean into your soul and really pay attention to those vulnerable moments you know how are you feeling uh, what what is what feelings are starting to come through uh, am i meant to be finishing something am i meant to be focusing on something am i meant to be moving away from something am i not meant to be doing something and really like fine tuning into how um, your your day will pan out. And if you have a particular issue that you think is coming up in your day, listen to the messages of how to work with that issue better. Those That's the moment you'll get a lot of great information.
0: And I like that because actually what that is doing is carrying on the energy of the mission that you've been on or the dream that you've had in bringing that into the awakened state. And another way to do this and keep that energy going is rather than going, right, I could to get on with my every day now because like, this is real world, baby. Um, Who's to say we talk about that as the 1% versus the 99. But is to, once you've had that space to wake up, that soft space to lean into let the soul come through is to journal. So, you know, quite often we'll have these really vivid dreams and then we'll turn on to Instagram or go and get the kids fed or whatever it is and just forget about those. So, but use the, um, use the power of your imagination and your creativity that you've just harnessed in your dreams and journal, write them down, like write down what happened, write down the vividness of it, write down how it made you feel. Because what that does is that that strengthens the connection between the mind the soul and behavior as well and also goes to show you how creative you can actually be the depths of your imagination and what you are capable of doing so quite often when I talk about creativity and people like oh well I'm not a creative I don't draw I don't paint it's like yeah but you dream you feel you think and actually when you look at what your mind is capable of bringing you and your soul is capable of bringing you through dreaming just look how resilient resourceful creative imaginative vibrant wacky just all of it what you know bringing all of yourself what you can do it's more exactly. than your everyday life
1: it's yes and you start to live in our higher realm you start to live from a higher a higher place. Place. And you know, and people say, "But I don't have time." And it's and the only reason is because you you just haven't given yourself time. There are a lot of people I could list. They're probably busier than you know the person that is telling me I don't have time, <laughs> and they find time to meditate. And the reason they can you know uh, be more in their life, not do more, but be more, uh, is because they're allowing themselves these moments to tap their soul and the messages, and to be what I call the inner GPS to be guided by something that is far bigger than you you know so you're tapping the the, the energetic your own universe your own energetic reality uh, in that in that beautiful soft moment of waking up and so it, it 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 allows you to have time you know it's a it's a it allows you to create time it allows you to create space and therefore you you can tune in when you're not under stress you, you it auto, automatically becomes exponential because they've they've also done studies around children who are or, or adults who are under stress the, the the ability to think the ability to come up with new things is is suppressed by the brain so the, the moment that you take yourself under pressure by saying, I don't have time, that you're creating that reality. You're creating a stressful moment and your whole creativity shuts down. So you've actually just taken yourself out of the ballpark by even just saying it and believing it. So once you start to unpack that movie and say, oh, well, I have time, you know, then a whole lot of new things start to open up, even just like like that, even by saying it, you know, and starting to, to then allow it means that um, you will exactly manifest that reality in that higher level that we're just talking about
0: and remember as we've talked about because time is completely irrelevant in your sleep in your dreams what you have the capacity for to problem solve to be creative in your sleep means you've got so much more expansiveness to do it in your dreams yes. as well. yeah <laughs> so that feels like a really really beautiful place to round up yeah it feels good oh god I mean this has been a wonderful mini-series and like I say if you haven't heard any of the others do go back and listen to them you don't have to listen to them in sequence to get something out of what happens before, during and after sleep and the purpose, the power and phenomenon for ourselves, but also for our souls as well. So I just want to say thank you all for listening to this mini series with Matt and myself. And I want to thank you, Matt, for bringing your wisdom as always.
1: Yeah. And thank you for having me. And um, you very kindly invited me to do another mini series with you, which um, I was like, can she please invite me? Can she please invite me? (laughs) And then like, I got a message. So you know what I mean? Yes, you invited me back. So it was like, well, there you go. (laughs) It's, a it's happening. It's, of how it's it works.
0: happening exactly. People see what is possible when you put the thought intention out there. I'll
1: be back again. i just put that out there. Yeah.
0: So what we're going to do is, um, in in a in a few weeks' time, we're going to do another mini series around relationships and bringing the practical and the soul together in terms of that. So if you've got any ideas, if you've got anything that you want to hear about from Matt and myself, then do send us an email. So my you can send an email to katetaylor.co with the subject about finding out more about relationships on the podcast. Um, that's katetaylor.co, not .co.uk or .com. Those people get wonderful emails from me as well but uh yeah send them to me and matt how can people reach out to you
1: yes um well my everything is the matt taylor experience so matt taylor Exper- matt taylor experience.com is my website um hash- uh, sorry at the matt taylor experience on instagram you can send me a message or my email address is uh pa at the matt taylor experience.com
0: Cool. So yeah, let us know what you want to hear about and thank you once again for listening. We hope you enjoy the potency of your sleep and your dreams for a better, more creative life and the ways to beat burnout. Thank you so much for listening to this mini-series with Matt Taylor and myself on Better Sleep to Beat Burnout. You can go and listen to the previous two episodes. You'll find them in my feed the Practical Magic Podcast with Kate Taylor, or you can search for the Soul Pod Party with Matt Taylor as well. You'll find the episodes on both of those. Do go ahead and have a listen to. And episode one, as we said before, was about the purpose and the power of sleep. And then in episode two, we were talking about what you can learn from within your dreams and soul traveling. So do have a listen in. Like we said, we will be back. We are going to create another mini series around relationships. So we'll let you know when they're coming and I can't wait to share more with you. So until then, happy dreaming.